Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Matthew Judon is with Gresh and Fourier, and he is uh, brought to us by Northeast Men's Health, the experts in men's sexual health with offices in Dedham, Marlboro, Woburn, and Salem, New Hampshire. Visit northeastmenshealth.com. And by John Seward Drain, cleaning the name to know when your drains don't flow. The first chat of the year with Gresh and Fourier and Matthew Judon, who's with us on the Harbor One hotline. Matthew, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. How y'all doing? We're uh, great. Good to talk to you once again this year. And uh, let's just kind of walk back to the uh, the unfortunate end of the Green Bay preseason game. We saw what happened with Isaiah Bolden. I know that you had one of the team leaders out there in uh, Matthew Slater, who was very much communicating with uh, Bill Belichick. You're a veteran guy. You've seen a lot in the uh, in the NFL. You know, did you ever think we would get to a point to where player safety would become such a concern for the league that they would stop down towards the end of a preseason game because of something that went on on the field? Uh, I don't know if, if I ever thought about that, but I'm just happy that, uh, you know, we actually think about the players that's actually playing the game more than the game itself. Uh and I think uh, now that we now that we there and we can address issues uh, like that, and that we actually can think about players as being human beings and having families and uh, things and such of that nature, that uh, I I do appreciate how the game ended. Not that I liked it, the outcome or uh, what actually happened, but I can appreciate that everybody was like, you know, that this players bigger than the actual game being played. Matthew, were you part of the, uh, I guess, call it the players' council to decide, uh, you know, what they should do? Was uh, Did Bill uh, ask any of the older players for their input? Yeah, he, he asked a couple of the older players uh, about their input and how, how we felt. Uh, and and uh, they just kind of came to a conclusion uh, kind of right there on the fly. Uh, and I, like I said, I think they just put Isaiah and uh, and his health and his well-being before the game of football. Have you seen him since he's been back? Have you guys uh, did you come back on the plane? Have you guys seen him since you've been back in uh, in uh, Massachusetts? Yeah, uh, uh, saw him a little bit, talked to him a little bit, uh, 
told him, hopefully he's feeling better. Uh, you know, take all the time you need. Don't try to rush back. And, uh, you know, just, you know, but didn't really talk to him that much. Matthew Judon with Gresh and Fourier here on the Harbor One Hotline. Of course, it is Patriots Monday here on WEEI. Matthew, I know in uh, talking to you last year, one of the things during the preseason that we discussed was you being able to go the distance the way you want to. Two years ago, kind of faded at the end. Last year, it felt like you really put 17 games together and a full season. Uh, Does that thought process continue for you? Have you sort of jumped over that hurdle and now it's no looking back? I'm curious that not only as you get a year older in the NFL, but that was a big point of emphasis for you last year. How do you marry that together this season? You know, I think I think it's just when you see your production early in the season and it comes the whole season, uh, that's kind of what you want in, in in your players. So I'm just trying to have a productive season. I think I think y'all created the narrative oh he'd be falling off at the end of the season. Like know that the games start meaning more, uh, they start blocking me differently. So I don't really be caring that y'all be saying that. And so, uh, but wait, wait, so who's, just, who's uh, y'all? <laughs> to all aggression. I? <laughs> y'all, y'all, no, I mean, I think, I think it just be, uh, y'all people that watch stats instead of the game, people that watch stats instead of the game. And they'd be like, Oh, well, he's not, he's not being as productive. Well, I mean, I ain't never, I ain't never going to make an excuse, but you know, at the end of the season, you know, Teams start blocking things differently. The games start meaning a little bit more because playoff pushes and playoff stances and things like that. So, uh, so uh, in those type in those type of games that like that, that's where that's what uh, I'll be having teammates for. You know, they be they be picking up a lot of uh, slack that you know that I can't that I can't get. And then so when you watch when you watch the stats. You might can say that, but when you watch the game, you will, you'll understand how the stats marry up to the game. You know, it's it's not – so me going out there, I just want to have a healthy, good season and go out there uh, week to week and be who I am and, uh, you know, just go out there, have fun, and uh, be productive for my team. Uh, we're talking to Matthew Judon. And, um, you know, who is, like, one of the toughest guys that you've gone against? Uh, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like the Bills, uh, with, uh, Dion, but, uh, I think, I think ever in my career, uh, I was talking to a guy, a couple guys like this, it'd be, uh, Jason Peters. <laughs> like, uh, it, what makes it him so, time. what makes him so tough? He, I mean, he's so strong. I, I don't, you know, when, when I went against him, it was my rookie year and, uh, he had, he had like just grabbed me on a pass rush move, like two hand grabbed me, grabbed me, and then he was like, he was like, we just gonna chill out for this play. <laughs> and it, it, wasn't, it wasn't nothing I can do, and so uh, you know, it's. I think at that point he had been in the league, and he was one of the best tackles for a long time. It was when he was on Philly, 
And uh, yeah, like you said, we just chill for the rest of the play. Y'all couldn't do nothing about it. You know, it's crazy. Is I read a thing this morning that just that uh, Peters at forty one is thinking of coming back at forty one for crying out loud. And we're talking to Matt Judon, who is thirty, thirty one, about to be thirty one. Could you imagine playing this game ten years from now, Matt Judon? Yeah, I'm for sure. I'm for sure. Think I can do it. You know, it, you gotta listen to your body at that point. And if his body's saying he can, he can still play, and he can be uh, productive and the type of player he want to be, uh, it's up to you know the organization to give him a chance. But uh, I, you know, I, I think people just be looking at ages, ages and father time. But sometimes, like forty one. If he still can get the job done, he still can get the job done. Matthew, I do want to ask you about the continuity of this defense because, you know, you're entering another year not only here in New England but within a defensive group that has kind of been together. you got Dietrich Wise, you got Barmore, you got those big boys up front. You know, uh, Jawan Bentley has been around for a while. Jelani Tavai has settled in on the back end. I know there's been some movement but, Matthew, you've got guys who have now been together within this defensive group for a long time, and the coaching has not changed. There's a lot of continuity here. I'm curious from your end, did this defense kind of pick up where they left off last year? Sort of the, where does the continuity meet the uh, hopeful success that you guys will have this season now that really the core of the group has been together now for a couple of years? Uh, I think uh, we just got to go out there and put it and put it together and actually uh, and actually continue taking steps forward from last year. Uh, we all comfortable with each other. We all comfortable with communication, talking, uh, and things like that. And that's usually and and usually when you knew and you don't know like who to defer to. Or who to like make ask questions, or who you trying to listen to to make those checks. But now that we've been together for a couple of years now, we all kind of know who to go to and, and who who's our talker, who's kind of the leader uh, when we go out there and when we talk. And uh, and I think that just uh, I think that just helps us a little bit more. So we got to go out there and we got to put it all all together. We got to. We got to go out there and just kind of have fun and continue to build on the success that we had last year, but also take those those slight imperfections and tweak it because we know who we're working with now. So we're talking to Matthew Junon. And uh, any particular reason why it was so chippy practicing against the Green Bay Packers, even like, you know, before the game started, was there anything in particular about the Green Bay Packers that you guys just didn't like? No, I don't think that. I think it's just the competitive nature of the two teams. Uh, two teams with a, a a lot of like winning and pride in the history, uh, and I I think just uh, having <clears throat> having that competitive nature between the two groups, it's just kind of make it chippy. Yeah, kind of make it chippy. And, uh, and 
it was it wasn't it wasn't anything uh like negative negatively said or no hard feelings. I think it is just well, you know, we were coming out here to compete, they was coming out there to compete. And uh, you know, when you really it's no really like love lost, but it's no love for the team <laughs> because, you know, they're not your teammate. Yeah. So it's just so, last one for me before we let you go. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong with this one. I think you had a birthday recently, and somebody gave you a special gift. Did you get, like, a, a new chain, a diamond necklace? Mm. Am I reading this wrong? Does somebody on the team give you a really cool present? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. KB came through. Uh, you know. What'd you get? We both Leo. Uh, he, he got me a, a little chain with a pendant on it. You know, it, it had it had to cost at least a million dollars, so I don't know where he got it from. <laughs> a million dollars, so, at least, at least a meal, at least a meal. So, uh, you know, I'll be telling my, I'll be telling my teammates. Uh, I'm just waiting for Jason Tatum to give me a car. You know, oh, Jalen okay. Brown. One. They got that real I'm, cheese. I'm I was gonna say, yeah, they, they, they breaking that off for them is nothing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm waiting for somebody to give me a Lambo for my birthday. There you go. You just put it out there now. Somebody's listening. They're going to get that Lambo with a bow on it. All of a sudden, we're going to see Matthew Judon (laughs) doing Lambo dealership commercials somewhere. Matthew, I I wanted – go ahead. I'm telling you, I can't can't wait to, you know, I come – they be like, man, just come to the parking lot real quick. And it's a (laughs) nice nice car out there for your boy. I I pay the insurance and all that. Uh, so last thing for you, Matthew Judon, I did, you know, when Christian Fourier, my partner played for the Patriots, he was here during the early Super Bowl years and Mike Vrabel was one of his teammates. And I'm sure that you've heard over the years that Mike Vrabel was world-class at giving Bill Belichick just all kinds of grief and hell and all that kind of stuff. Upon hearing this Bill Belichick earlier today on our Greg Hill show here on WEEI, Matt Judon, said this about Taylor Swift. He saw the concert, saw a little bit of Taylor. She's tough, man. She stood out there and played right through it, talking about Taylor Swift grinding it out through the rain. Will that be something that Matt Judon sort of needles Bill Belichick about, telling you guys, you tough football players, you don't want to go out there and practice in the rain but boy, you'll you'll throw the love Taylor Swift's way. Is that anything that you could uh, use to kind of needle Bill Belichick in talking about player toughness? Nah, I'm a I'm a leave, I'm a leave Bill in his discussion with Taylor Swift alone. That's a you know that's a man and his music, and <laughs> I, I ain't even take I ain't even take Bill as a Taylor Swift fan. So nah, I might I might talk to him about that, but uh. I'll, on uh coach on coach uh playlist he got a whole bunch of different songs you know he got a whole he he just he uh, he hear a song during practice and ask somebody what's that song he write it down and put it in his playlist. Hmm. Could you imagine that all these years Bill Belichick had a pencil in his ear and paper in his pocket and on the notes were uh, songs to drop into the playlist. That's pretty awesome. Hey, Matt Judon, you're pretty awesome too. Thank you, friend. We appreciate it. We love it that you're back with us this year. Can't wait to have uh, many conversations throughout the season. Thanks a bunch. We'll catch up with you soon. All right. Talk to you all soon. All right. Thanks.
There goes uh, Matt Judon. There he goes. 